Hello, everyone. Welcome back once again to Answers for Life with Pastor Shelley, where we take life's difficult questions and give meaningful answers using the Word of God. We are back once again. And of course, I'm your host, Noah Wagner, Pastor Shelley. We're touching on a topic today that people probably aren't going to enjoy greatly. They might even look at the title and go somewhere else. That's right. But we believe that it is an important topic for any Christian, any follower of Christ, to know the importance of what we're talking about today. So, Pastor Shelley, we'll just start it off. Here's the question. How much does Jesus expect you to give? Wow, that's a good question, Noah. Happy New Year. Yes. I believe this is our first podcast for 2022. 2022. And January is a great month to consider a lot of things, but giving is one thing that needs to be planned out. Mm-hmm. It, hopefully, as a believer, we we are faithfully to give all year to our church or to and also to ministries that the Lord puts on our hearts. So great time to plan out your budget, to look at your money, and make sure you don't leave God out of your budget. That's right. You know, the Scripture teaches it, and the passage we're going to look at today in Mark 12 where Jesus is watching the people give and give money in the temple. Mm-hmm. There was about 30 places in the temple boxes that people could give when they came to the temple to worship, and they were spread out in different places. And if you remember the story, and we'll read it in just a moment, Jesus is there, and this little widow lady comes in, and she puts in a very small small amount. Uh, we call it two pennies. And when she did that, uh, Jesus has a lot of comments about her giving. That's right. And so that, that we're going to base everything we say today on that. But first of all, we need to define what a tithe is. A tithe means 10%. It's not 4% or it's not giving some to the church. A tithe is 10% of your increase, a 10% of your income. And the we believe, the Bible teaches, that that 10% is... Uh, is the Lord's, and we must give it to the right. Lord. That's the minimum. Um, a faithful steward should take his income, multiply it times 0.1, and that will give the faithful steward a tithe amount, and then you can divide that by the number of paycheck checks per year, and that will give you how much money needs to come out of each one of your paychecks. Right. That's how a tithe works. And by the way, Noah, you realize that for 2,000 years, the ministries of the church worldwide for 2,000 years have been funded by one way, and it's by believers taking money out of their pocket and placing it in an offering plate mm-hmm. to fund the gospel That's right. for the last 2,000 years. That's exactly right. And of course, you didn't know that you were going to get a math lesson when you came on for this that's podcast, right. <laughs> too. But no, that, that's exactly right. The The way that ministry missions has been funded for the last 2,000 years has been through faithful giving in the church. And it, it's really important for believers to engage in in that and being faithful in their tithe. But we also know and understand that there is a percentage or an amount where the Bible teaches of an offering. Right, that, that's, that's right. above the tithe. Above the tithe. That that maybe God is leading you to give uh, as well, and we're going to see that um, I believe today 
and what we're talking about with this this widow. That's right. Yes. So in this story, and why don't we go ahead and read that? Okay. And uh, if you want to read, I think I said Luke. Luke 21. Well, it, it's not. It's Luke 21, 1 through 4. So how about reading that for us? Yes, sir. Luke 21, 1 through 4. As he looked up, Jesus saw the rich putting their gifts into the temple treasury. He also saw a poor widow put in two very small copper coins. I tell you the truth, he said, this poor widow has put in more than all the others. All these people gave their gifts out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in all that she had to live on. This widow puts in two small copper coins. We call them two pennies. Mm -hmm. The value of those two copper coins were about five minutes of labor at minimum wage. Five minutes of labor. Wow. If you saw it laying on the floor of the temple, you might walk by it and not pick it up. Wow. That's how little it was. That's how worthless it was. Mm -hmm. But the incredible the tag of the story the the gotcha of the story is that Jesus looks at this widow and these two copper coins and said, "This woman has put in more than all the others." Mm-hmm. That's exactly right, and and we know looking at the Old Testament and and in the Gospels that giving was an important doctrine for the the religious people at that time in Judaism. That was one of their main pillars was they would go into the temple and they would give. And Jesus, like you said, is sitting here watching. The people give, and there's all these wealthy people coming in, and they're giving, and, and we, we we can assume what their motivation was behind their giving, but we, and that's just all conjecture, but what we do know is that what this widow gave, Jesus says, is way more than what all of the wealthy people had given. That's right. You know, uh, the first lesson we can learn from this small little story tucked in Luke the first thing is, this passage eliminates all excuses for giving. Mm. In other words, some people say, well, I, I can't give because of this or that. We're not talking about how much you can give. Right. We're talking about giving, period. A child can give. That's right. I remember when I was small, I always wanted mama to give me a coin. Now, it wasn't sacrificial giving because it wasn't my money. But I wanted a coin so that when the offering plate went by, I wanted to put something in there just out of probably selfish, mm-hmm. childish reasons. But when we set the standard, when Jesus set the standard of these two copper coins, everybody can give. That's right. Young and old, rich and poor, everybody can give something. I have a funny story as well. When I was growing up, I got something for my birthday or Christmas and you know money or whatever. And I, I wanted to tithe. I'd been taught and raised like that was something that was important. Anytime we got money, we were told, okay, this is, this is God's money first. And so we, we were kind of raised that way. I remember going into my room and looking for money so that I could put tithe at 10%, right? And I was, I was a dime short. <laughs> I, I, I had all of that I needed except for a dime. So my dad gave me another dime. Right. And then I started freaking out because I said, okay, what's 10% of a dime, a penny? And I didn't have a penny. And so then I was like 
really freaking out. And so he was like, I'll give you a penny. I was like, I can't find 10% of a penny. <laughs> uh, but that's just a funny story where yes. uh, you, young people can still give. Yes. It's, it's never the amount. Right. It, it rolls about. It's, it talks about the heart. Right. It's focused on the heart. Well, the other thing that happens, you know, we talk about this little tiny amount, but then Jesus says that this widow gave the most. Mm -hmm. Now, if we do the math of everyone that was given, she probably gave the least amount, but yet Jesus, in his math, she gave the most. So he is calculating it a little different than we would Mm -hmm. because we always look at the amount. Jesus, the most, is not based on how much a person gives. The most is based on how much a person keeps. Mm, Wow. Wow. Yeah, Jesus is looking at at the percentage here, but one of the passages, one of my favorite uh, things that Jesus says in Matthew chapter 6 goes right along with that, where he says, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth. Don't keep the treasures Mm -hmm. on earth where moth and rust destroy, where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moth and rust do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. So we can read that and we can know and, and see this story. And we know that Jesus is, is operating on a different currency than we are. Absolutely. It, it's all about the, the motivation of the heart and the sacrifice uh, versus what the actual amount is. And that's why we need to uh, be very careful about holding on to money and being greedy with money mm-hmm. and saying it's mine, it's mine, it's mine, and, and trying to hold on to it. When we give it, God is able to do great and mighty things right. with that. Um, the other way is put here in this passage says, everyone else gave out of their wealth. This widow uh, gave out of her poverty. Mm-hmm. Her poverty. Uh, some people... And sometimes we only give what is left over. Right. Uh, this lady gave out of what she needed. Mm-hmm. And that's when you cross the line of sacrificial giving. When you go from the leftovers to the need, you have crossed over into the line of sacrificial giving. Right. And and just as, as an exaggeration, uh, of what we're talking about, and we're not we're not by any means saying that this is what you have to do, but but just by an exaggeration, uh, the widow gave and then didn't have anything left over. Right. She had nothing left over. It was a sacrifice and an offering for the Lord, but she recognized and knew that God was going to use that in a way that would end up blessing her. The rest of them, they gave out of what was left over, knowing that they had already supplied all of their needs. They already had everything that that they. Uh, needed that it it demonstrated zero dependence on God. Uh, there was no reliance on on God to provide anything there, and and the widow had nothing left over. Yes, uh, one commentary I read on this passage said this: the wealthy gave out of their discretionary fund, but she gave out of her bread money. Mm-hmm. She absolutely had nothing to buy bread with mm-hmm. when she left her worship that day right and apparently she was fine with it i love that comment they gave out of their discretionary fund yeah that's exactly right well jesus if he wasn't clear already he cleared it up with this last statement 
this widow put in all she had. I will, this is a question, Noah. Why would anyone give away all they have? Because of their, the motivation of their heart and who they're giving to. You know, it says in Matthew chapter 6, 25 through 34, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food, and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the field, they do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, O you a little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Wow. You know, Noah, I I don't know if this lady was at the Sermon on the Mount. Mm. Probably not. Who knows? But she lived that passage. That's exactly right. She put everything in God's hands when she gave her last two pennies and she walked away from that temple. She knew that her heavenly father was going to take care of her as long as she put the kingdom of God first Mm -hmm. and everything would be fine. And we we should look at this and it should challenge our faith. It should challenge our giving and our sacrificial giving as we look at this passage and what took place here. That's right. I think a really good question to ask is which kingdom, whose kingdom are you building? Are you building your own kingdom, storing up for yourself, just like uh, some of these other people were doing? Or are you giving to the kingdom of God and relying on him, just like this widow was doing? And and what Jesus taught in the Sermon on the Mount here in Luke 21, uh, that, that the kingdom of God is what we should seek first in his righteousness, and then all other things will, will be provided for us yes. um, following that. We get anxious when our checking account gets low, uh, but for some reason it doesn't seem to bother us as much when our spiritual account gets wow. low. Mm. And and what it is is where we're putting our faith. We're mm. putting our faith in that checking account to, to meet all our needs mm-hmm. when we should realize that God is who meets our needs not money. Wow, that, that's incredible. And so we're going to we're going to move in now to to talking about some points here about sacrificial giving. Yes. And, and what this passage and and all the other passages that we talked about speaks on sacrificial giving. So Pastor Shelley, what are those points for us? Yeah, there's three things that we can um, leave here on our hearts and mind about sacrificial giving based on this passage. First of all, Sacrificial giving is motivated by our love for God. Mm. We, we spend money on the things we love. That's right. We, we are very liberal with uh, things we love. And so if you, if you love bass fishing, then, boy, you might have you got a boat in the yard. You, That's right. You know, you have a, a nice fishing rod. If you love hunting, you've got this and you got that. So we spend money on the things we love. If we love God... 
mm-hmm. then then sacrificial giving will be a joy. It our love for God will motivate us to give and to give more. And if you're struggling with sacrificial giving, we need to all look deep in our hearts and do we truly have have a love for God? That's right. And just like what you said, you will sacrifice for the things that you care about and the things that you love. You know, like you said, and you'll feel that sacrifice, but maybe you don't feel what you give to God yes. because you're not sacrificing because maybe you don't actually love God. It says in Matthew 22, 37 through 40, Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your, fi- your, your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All in the law, all the law and the prophets hang on these two commands. And right there, love God. And you will sacrifice. You will give to what you love. That's right. So do you love God? Are you sacrificially giving? Uh, and is it motivated by your love for God? Right. The second thing, Noah, is that we learn sacrificial giving is calculated by our faith in God. Mm. You, you will not give sacrificially if you're not trusting God to ca- take care of your needs. Yeah. If you're trusting in money, you want to hold on to money. If you're trusting in God, you want to hold on to God. What are you holding on to today? Right. And it, it, if sacrificial giving is your faith moves you saying, you know what? I don't need that amount. I don't need that money. I put it to give it to God and let him put it to work. And you put your faith that God can use it better than you can. That's exactly right. And we're not talking about being uh, unwise with your finances or being foolish and just throwing it around. But we do know that there is a difference between relying on your your finances and relying on God. Absolutely. And putting your faith and your trust in God and recognizing, okay, God has called me to give this percentage. Maybe God has called me to give more than that and and Mm -hmm. offering a sacrificial offering giving. And God is going to be faithful with that money and in your life to make sure that that you have the things that you need, just like He does the the grass of the field, the the yeah. lilies, the 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 birds of the air that that He feeds them and clothes them. Uh, again, in Matthew chapter six, what we already read, Jesus said, "Oh, you of little faith, so do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, mm-hmm. or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your Heavenly Father knows. He already knows that you need them. God knows what you need, and He still is calling you to give sacrificially. Little faith gives little. Mm. Big faith gives a lot. That's right. There's a parable that that Jesus gave in Matthew chapter 25, verse 21. This is the end of it, is the, the parable of the talents. Uh, his master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. And we also know that that a believer who's given their life to Christ, when they go to heaven, hopefully they'll hear the well done, good and faithful servant. There you go. And that's those people who lay up the treasures in heaven and not the treasures on earth. Yeah, and it was, and those are the people, it says, that have been faithful. Mm-hmm. It's the faithful right. that does that. Exactly. Uh, it's calculated by faith. One more. Noah, sacrificial giving is accomplished by our commitment to God. Mm. If you're not committed to God, you're not going to be committed to giving. Right. And 
And so many people start out well in January as far as sacrificial giving. But then when life happens, they allow their commitment to other things overshadow their commitment to God. Right. In attendance and in giving and in serving, mm. they will allow their commitment to other things in life to overshadow their commitment to God. And sacrificial giving is accomplished when you make your commitment to God as a priority, a priority in your life, a priority in your budget. Mm-hmm. And you say, I'm going to give to him first. And then, then all these other commitments are going to fall in line right. behind the Lord. Where where does God fall in your list of priorities? That's right. That's that's a question that we all need to ask. Where does God fall in our list of priorities? Because we're all gonna we're all gonna eventually get hit in the mouth. You know, we're right. all gonna face trials and hardships at some point. And the question is, when you get hit in the mouth, does God get thrown out the window, or do you lean into Him more in your commitment? to him continues to grow. Um, Again, you sacrifice for the things that you love. Sacrificial giving is motivated by love. Um, You sacrifice for for what you put your faith in. Sacrificial giving is calculated by our faith in God. And then sacrificial giving is is accomplished by our commitment to God. If you don't have a commitment to God, if he's not high up on your list of priorities, you're not going to give, and you're not going to be faithful, uh, a faithful, committed follower of Christ. Noah, we we didn't talk about amounts today. We we talked about basically seeking the Lord. Mm-hmm. And what should you give? Jesus is watching. Would he be happy? What would he say about your giving, my giving, or the listeners giving? Mm-hmm. What if Jesus was watching? What if he was here? What would he say? Right. And the other thing we need to realize that no matter how small of amount it might be, God can do big things with small amounts. So we're not telling our audience that they need to just, just give this a, this big amount of money. God can take those two copper coins and he can do whatever he wants with it. Mm-hmm. So don't you think that what you give is insignificant? You be faithful. You commit to giving to the Lord and give regular to your church and to the, the ministries of your church and God will bless it and God will bless you. That's exactly right. And and if if I may add one one last thing, we also have an example in Christ yes. of what it looks like to give sacrificially. Wow. Yes. I, I mean, who gave more than Jesus did? That's right. And and it wasn't it wasn't a, a dollar amount. Yes. Yes. But it boy was, was he committed to to loving us and sacrificing for us that 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 day on the cross, man. That that's and that gives us life. Mm-hmm. So, so why should we give? What, what's the purpose of us? Right there is, is enough motivation for me. Is Jesus gave everything, so I best believe I can give something, right? That's right. And Amen. so that, that's we just need to to seek our heart, seek God, and see what what is the what does He want me to give sacrificially for His kingdom and, and for His um, His glory. Let's pray, Pastor Shelley. Father, we just come before you, and I thank you uh, for this passage of this incredible widow that was very, very poor. And Lord, her faith and her commitment to you and her love for you, she put everything she had in that offering plate. 
Lord, what an incredible example we have today. God, I ask you to let that story pierce our hearts as we seek to budget and to plan on what we should give. And I pray that you find our giving as sacrificial. That, Lord, our giving will reflect our love and our faith and our commitment to you today. And God, may you take every gift that is given and may you multiply it and use it for your glory. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Shelley. Again, that, that is sacrificial giving is motivated by our love for God. Sacrificial giving is calculated by our faith in God. And sacrificial giving is accomplished by our commitment to God. And we just want to encourage you uh, once again to, to seek God and, and seek His heart for what you should give to your local church and, and whatever ministry that He's laid on your heart. We're not asking for money. We just want you to give what God has called you to give to your local congregation uh, today. And so we just thank you. Thank you, Pastor Shelley, for for helping us out today and, and seeking the Word of God and, and answering these questions. If you haven't yet, uh, subscribe to our podcast, leave a review, share it, uh, get, get the Word out for us, uh, Answers for Life, uh, and always remember, Jesus is the answer.